Behold the industrious beaver. Cartoonic. <laughs> My honest opinion, nailed it. <laughs> Welcome to Cartoon Tonic, the podcast where everything falls apart in the very beginning. My name is Brian Duchler. Joining me as always is Kayla and Josiah. How are you two doing today? Doing okay. Getting by. Doing uh, good. Luckily, our cat hasn't eaten us alive yet, so it's an okay day. What about you? Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. It's uh, it's been a, It's been a week. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only Thursday, so it yeah. must get better from here. Yeah. Must only I'm- get better from here. I don't mind talking about it. We uh, we were potentially exposed to COVID, so we had to quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you we, got good news. We got good news. We, that, right? we tested negative, no symptoms, nothing like that. So that good. is very good. And then as of today, there's a new puppy visitor in my house. Um, testing the waters a bit, seeing if she works that well with our dog and our children. So far, she's crushing it. She's a two to four year old uh, Basset mix of some sort she's got one blue eye and one brown eye she's gorgeous super cute we can't meet, yeah. wait to meet her yeah i know T- tentative, tentatively her name is harley quinn so that's also pretty exciting nice yeah so you know from like you know potential death to a new dog it's been a week guys <laughs> yeah life goes full circle that is the full circle of life COVID versus cir- a puppy that's right that's right. <laughs> so, uh, oh gosh, today we are watching the Angry Beavers. We are, yes, the angriest um, of beavers. I am. I am quite excited. Um, this was a request from my wife, who who's been on the podcast. Uh, it was one of her favorite shows when she was a kid. It was also one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. But it's one of those weird things where I don't remember almost anything about it, but I just remember loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm this excited. one's kind of. It's the same for me. I, I remember watching this a lot with my brother, but I don't have like as many memories at all as some of the other ones that we've done. So I just remember the style of humor is very snarky and like yeah. kind of mean. And I, I can I remember appreciating that, but I don't really remember a whole lot of Angry Beavers at all. You do yeah. so do you, do you know what I do remember? The, the theme the theme song. Holy crap. <laughs> like the the Angry Beavers theme song is like my elevator music in my brain, you know, <laughs> like when I need to just like tune out. It's like, it is very good elevator music. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. But before it's we get into some details with that, uh, Kayla, what are we drinking today? Because this is weird. OK, so <laughs> when we decided to record Angry Beavers, I was like, there has to be an alcoholic beverage that is Angry Beavers. Or Angry Beaver, singular, not plural. So I hopped on the good old internets, and what I found is most people were recommending for an Angry Beaver beverage that you take Canadian Fireball whiskey and you put it specifically in Angry Orchard cider. But here's the catch. Here on Cartoon Tonic, we don't play into stereotypes about whiskey and Canadians, and we have a small budget. So instead of that, we have um, cinnamon schnapps in... All these version of Angry Orchard, which is called Wicked Grove. Um, it's like two ounces of the schnapps in the Wicked Grove, and it is wicked good. And um, you can take that one to the bank. That was a great joke. Good job, <laughs> Kayla. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're drinking. We're calling it the Angry Beaver 
beverage because um, I like little alliterations. And yeah, how, how do you guys like it? So it's far, de- I like it a lot. It's I delicious. It's yeah, it's it's cinnamon I had a good apple. Time bringing it to your house today, Brian. <laughs> because <laughs> we're still we're practicing uh, social distancing and quarantining and stuff, and so we haven't been able to get together and record together. So today, Sai and I went on a covert mission to sneak onto your porch, pour two ounces of hot damn into a glass <laughs> container that you washed and placed in a Target bag on your porch, deposit one alcoholic cider in a bag, and then leave before your children could see us because we haven't gotten to see your children in months and months and months, and there would be no way to tell them we can't hang out and play. So if we looked... Yeah, your neighbors must be a little a little confused because last They're time we just strange. dropped off a blank bag. This is like pouring chemicals quickly <laughs> on your porch. Well, the good news is, is that no one brought any attention to what you guys were doing. <laughs> so. Yeah, you definitely didn't shout out the window when we were leaving. <laughs> oh. Well, I appreciate it because it is delicious. It is just straight up like cinnamon apple. It's, it's great. Um, it's real good. Also... Um, don't know, Kayla, why all the can- uh, Canada hate? That was weird. We'll we'll talk about it off mic. No, um, I said we don't follow Canadian stereotypes. I just, I just heard. I, I want heard, them to I, adopt me. Canada, heard, <laughs> take Michigan with you. We're I heard great, you. I heard you say part. fuck Canada. That's what I heard, and I don't appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I want them to take me. I want to be abducted by Canada. They. No, that is not what I said. Mm-mm. Like if like Canada just like annexed Michigan, I'd be totally cool with that. That'd right? Be amazing. Like we're yeah. pretty close anyways. Yeah. So just take us. Detroit got, is kind of French already. You're right. I already got family in Canada. Poutine is amazing. I'm in. Like, you know. So and looking up some information for the Angry Beavers, um, there is always one thing that comes up, and that is how the show ends. Um, which I don't have any recollection of this because obviously I was a kid. Um, but Angry Beavers is an American sitcom created by Mitch Shower. I want to say is how you say his last name. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> revolves around uh, Daggett and Norbert Beaver, who are two Beaver brothers that moved out of their parents' home to become bachelors in the forest near fictional way out of town, Oregon. I remember that part. <laughs> way out of town? Yeah, way out of town. What I wasn't, uh, what what I didn't know rather, was that uh, the entire run of the show, there was a lot of tension between the show creator and Nickelodeon. Apparently, straight from episode one, which we're about to watch, where Nickelodeon censored the word "shut up." What? What? The terrible, terrible word "shut up." Listen, all of the stuff that we've seen so far that Nickelodeon let slide, they were trying right? to censor "shut up." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. <sighs> So for the just entire, not like how this guy's last name was spelled. What's the problem? Maybe I don't know. Um, but so it ran for four seasons, uh, which was sixty-two episodes, one hundred and twenty-three segments, because it is a segmented show. Mm-hmm. And the entire run, it was very popular. People loved the show. But Nickelodeon and Shower had a uh, uh, just butted heads a bunch. So when they found out that they were being canceled in the final season. Um, they decided to do this really fun thing with the last episode that they went a little meta with it, broke the fourth wall. The Beavers receive a uh, letter saying that they're a television show and they are canceled. What? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And they use the rest of the episode to just like take shots at Nickelodeon the entire episode. Seriously? Seriously. Now, 
it's not sure whether because of that episode or not, but that final season was not aired for a very long time. They actually aired in like Nicktoons at a much later date, and they decided not to air that final episode at all. So Nickelodeon was being a little petty with it. Yeah, yeah, that's a little nonsensical. Like you canceled them. Let them get their last little hurrah in. Yeah. And I imagine they couldn't play the entire season because there's got to be something in a contract that says like selecting or choosing episodes based on nonsense means you don't get the whole season. But right. Who knows? Anyways, I imagine that. But I, I, I would think so. We'll call a lawyer. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, uh, as of uh, just a couple years ago, the uh the audio of that episode was leaked online and it shows like the voice actors doing like that final episode of them shit talking nickelodeon so it is available out there for people to find just without the animation uh, i actually uh i listened to it earlier did you yeah because awesome. it's it's pretty quick uh but they they did it on a podcast and it's super bizarre what? like daggett has a little bit of an existential crisis about the fact that they don't exist um <laughs> what and then they they he like quickly goes through the five stages of grief <laughs> about like their their imminent end and it's yeah it's really weird they eventually start talking to each other like uh referring to each other as the actual like voice actors like calling each other nick and richard really instead of daggett and norbert yeah it's it's pretty weird it's still funny but it's way out of left field of what they <laughs> normally do yeah it just seems exceptionally dark like those characters are realizing that they don't actually exist, and so they're going to die, essentially. They're just not going to exist anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I mean, I really appreciate meta humor and fourth wall breaking, so that would have been really cool to see. But uh, no, Nickelodeon had to be a bunch of little bitches about it. So whatever, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the, I do remember this. Uh, they use the word uh, spoot in, to replace profanity in the series, or like spoot. Um, Sput? Sput. Sput. Yeah, S-P. Might be Sput or Sput. S-P-O-O-T. Yep. Yeah. Sput. The ending theme, uh, which was confirmed by the showrunner in 2017 during podcast, is a sped up version of the 1961 song Baby Elephant Walk. And I looked, listened to that earlier. That's wild. If you get a chance, <laughs> yeah. if you get a chance to do that. Baby um, Elephant Walk? Baby Elephant Walk. It's just a sped up version of that, which is uh, which is fun. This, I, I had no idea, but in Angry Beavers, it is the only cartoon where a clock on the wall that is visible in most episodes updates in real time. So I think what they yeah. did for that was uh, they knew what time the show was coming on. So if there was a clock at like, say it came in at eight and the clock was in the scene at 817, the clock would say 817, um, yeah. which is pretty wild uh, to, 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 to go into that much detail for a show about two angry bachelor beavers <laughs> um you know yeah what a weird thing to throw in i mean that's just kind of a fun thing nobody's that's like an afterthought thing nobody's going to be truly paying attention to that right like yeah especially it's a kid's show they're not going to be like oh that clock is wrong they're gonna be like oh i can't read clocks so i feel like it'll it'll have a lot to do with the particular episode that we're watching uh because I believe the premise of one is that they try to stay up as late as they can. So they keep looking at the clock. It might, oh. it might show it actually change, but hmm. I don't know. We'll, check. I, we'll have to uh, keep an eye on that. Yeah. I don't want to meet the kid that like watched that show and went nice. That clock is in real time. <laughs> that's, that's pretty dope. 
Oh, are you sure? Are you sure you weren't that kid, Brian? I may have been that kid. <laughs> like, I think we're all that kid a little bit, you know, at least all three of us are. Our powers combined to make one really boring child. Yes. That kid never got invited to sleepovers. <laughs> we're just the saddest wonder triplets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Form of childhood anxiety. Like, I don't know. Our powers combined equal nobody coming to your birthday party. <laughs> this got real sad. <laughs> yeah, Damn it, right? Brian, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it but it hit too close to home. <laughs> I, again, I, I just I don't remember a lot, but I remember something about a stump. Is this is this ringing any bells to you guys? Like, is there like not like an anthropomorphic like like stump in this show that they're friends with or something? I don't remember a stump. I know oh, in God. like at Eddie, there's a plank that they're friends with. I remember that. I don't remember a stump. There's uh the log toy in uh, Ren and Stimpy. It's oh log. yeah. Oh, uh, it's log. <laughs> is that what you're thinking of? Or is it no, no. There is a <laughs> there is a stump in this show because they're beavers. You know they. Yeah. There's there's. There's going to be a stump, guys. I put money down that there's a stump in this episode. <laughs> in the first one. That's, uh, what kind of money are we talking about, Brian? Stump money? <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah we're, we're, talk, we're talking stump money here. All right. Five stumps to the person that's right. <sighs> okay. But I expect payment in full by next week. You guys do like to drop up weird stuff in my port, so I don't want to wake up to just five tree stumps. just sitting, You can't get out of your house. Uh, <laughs> damn it, guys. I got to go to work. <laughs> Is there, uh, is there anything else that you guys want to cover before I happen in this episode? I, I just, I don't remember a lot. And as far as trivia goes, um, it's really that final episode, which uh, I think we should maybe, um, we'll put a link to it in the episode description and on our social media of them on that podcast, Shit Talking uh, Nickelodeon. How's that sound? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird and it's definitely worth a listen. They have like storyboard art for it too without any kind of animation, but I, I recommend it. Super weird. Um, it was difficult to find any kind of facts. You already kind of went through some of the ones that I had, but anytime that I was looking up angry beavers facts, it was giving me actual beaver facts. <laughs> yes. Do you have any actual beaver facts? <laughs> I didn't bother to jot those down. I mean, maybe Nickelodeon just like burn listed them. Like anytime somebody tries to start a fan page for angry beavers, like, angry Nickelodeon people take it down. It's weird to think that the network had such a problem with them. I I don't know. You you see that as being like a a pretty strange work environment. Yeah, no kidding. It's weird too, because like for as popular as a show as it was, usually I can go onto Reddit or, or other social media websites and find huge fan groups for that television show. And it's relatively dead. You know, I went on to the Angry Beavers subreddit and it was just uh, just basically a bunch of nonsense. It didn't have really anything to do with the show. No, like nostalgia post or anything like that, Um, which is strange because it was a really well received show and a lot of people watched it. So I I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's one of those shows that just don't stick with you. It was really good when you were a kid and just kind of fizzled to nothingness. I'm I'm not sure. We'll have but. to find out by watching the episode. Yeah, we will. If- and we are watching episode uh, one, which is uh, season one. It's the pilot episode. It is available on uh, Amazon's uh, Nickelodeon free trial streaming thing, if you have that. Um, or it's available for purchase for $1.99. Uh, not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's called uh, Born to be Beavers slash Up All Night. Born yep. to be Beavers. 
Sorry, that's just fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> now say it 10 times real fast. N- no. Nope. Please join us after this break where we are going to discuss the Angry Beavers. And now it's that time of day when you try to stop stick. And we're back. That break seemed longer than usual. I don't know about you guys. Eh, I don't know. After watching that episode, I think it was just the right amount of time. That was Excellent. that was an interesting, interesting sode. Yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, a little nostalgic, but not... Well, anyways, we, we should probably do a recap, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't like it when you say sewed. I'm not sure why. <laughs> so did she just, say sewed or did I say sewed? You I did. It just, I don't know, for some reason it just well, sounds I've real called, dirty. I've called episodes like like a thick, juicy sewed before, yeah. and that's a reference yeah. to a different cast that we listen to, and you hate yes. it. So yeah. it's one of the very few things that you hate. It's weird when you threw throbbing in there. I'm like, yeah. I, I think that was too many descriptors. But Yeah, I was going to say frothy, but I thought that might yeah, be hard to say. That would have well. gone too far, for sure. <laughs> so we just finished watching The Angry Beavers. Uh, that was that was something. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to say that the... So this is a segment of show, so there's two segments. I want to say, like, the, the first segment was, like, like the, like, the MCU introduction to The Angry Beavers. It was, you know... Like who are they? Uh, you know what what makes right. them the angry? Their beavers. origin story. It's, it is their origin story. Mostly like how do they get their house, which is I think like a character in the show. Really, that's probably like my most like remembered part of it was just how cool their house is. And that first segment is how they get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, if you want to like steal my heart, um, start any cartoon with like a parody of like an old style, like uh, like. Nat nature Geo. documentary or yeah or <laughs> or anything like like they do in futurama a lot too like tales of interest you know i i am a sucker for that they kind of do it twice in this episode but in in this instance it was uh just a really like kind of crazy uh nature documentary which mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so i think you pointed out like all the animals look very stupid they do it's <laughs> just like they got like beady eyes and they're like weird grins in the to the camera it's great pretty fun which introduces us to our uh our, our protagonist which are the beaver brothers which is i always get it mixed mixed up it is <laughs> da- daggett is one of them mm-hmm. yep. and the other brother i norbert. keep saying norbert i keep saying merv for some reason <laughs> merv he looks merv. like a merv I just where did like you even get merv i've never I even heard of that name before don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> So it's Dag and Norb for short. So maybe Merv and Norb are really like linked in your head or something? <laughs> no idea. I'm going to dig deep into my subconscious and figure out where it came from. It's Gosh. it's definitely a repressed childhood memory, uh. I'm, I'm sure, at this point. Um, but yeah, it starts out this nature documentary because uh, um, apparently in the beaver world, um, beavers have litters of two pups, which... It is not true. We Googled it already. Yeah, um, we talked We talked to a zoologist, technically. We did. We did. Yeah. We did. Had to double check. Uh, weird flex. I'm married to one. Not a big deal. It's fine. <laughs> a um, zoologist, not a not an angry beaver. She's you, in the background. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it shows uh, it shows Dag, Dag and Norbert's uh, parents who are. Uh, very like 70s looking like mm-hmm. like yeah. like traditional beaver parents 
and um, out of nowhere, beaver, you know <laughs> how beavers traditionally are. When you picture uh, parental beavers, this is what you think of. It, it's top of your mind. True, it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of nowhere, uh, mom just kind of like just like oh, I got two new beaver babies. <laughs> like just out of nowhere, uh, which causes the the protagonist to go out on their own and, and start their lives, which is probably like. What I appreciated the most about the first segment is it does a very good job of just uh, showing you who these two characters are. You have right. uh, you have Dag that's just, he is the angry beaver, I would say, right? <laughs> He's definitely the more paranoid beaver or like anxious. Well, very anxious. He, listen, though, because if he wasn't like that, then like nothing would get done. Yeah. True. Because, yeah. Kay, like, how, like, how would you describe... Norbert like what kind of he's like is he? he's totally like hippie he's style a, like he he wants to he's like, a dick bag hippie like nomad lifestyle <laughs> just wants to find his house he's not like like the nice hippie who like understands that they have an effect in the world and that they need to take responsibility for their actions he's like literally in a scene in this in the episode his eyes are closed while a truck is careening down a mountain and his brother is saving his life and at the end the only lesson that he learns is if he just goes with the flow things happen man he's a dick hippie. Yeah. he's just a dick hippie he is literally a squatter like on multiple occasions during this episode <laughs> yeah you're right he just kind of i can live here and it's like what was it under a, a bridge train overpass yeah yep. no and then, chi- and then a chicken coop and he's just like He's definitely, okay, he's definitely fucking them chickens, right? Like, <laughs> He's preparing to, I think. It's uh, it's on the menu. He was it's working the, the moves because they just willingly gave up. This is going to sound gross, but they willingly gave up their <laughs> eggs. But they're chicken eggs. They're not, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was eating them in front of them, which is disturbing. He was like, ladies, ladies, please, I couldn't have another bite. So he just yeah. like poured himself with eggs. children. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that kind of de- describes like who he is, but then Dag, like he's a very like hyperactive, uh, uh, you know, he's like cutting down trees. Cause like, we got to build a dam. I got to build a dam. I'm a beaver. This is what we do. We build dams. And which, uh, led to one of my favorite parts of the episode. And I'm not ashamed to admit that I just love good slapstick. It was, uh, he's, he's like cutting down a tree and the way that they animate it, it's basically like the Tasmanian tiger, like spinning around a tree. Yeah. And then he stops and then you expect the tree just to fall. But then one falls on him from off screen, which is just like, <laughs> I love it so much. I, I think I burst out laughing hysterically during that part. And they're like um, little, I mean, they're not little, but they're like cotton candy trees, which kind of made it to me a little bit funnier because it's like pink and fluffy at the top. And it yeah. just crushes him, crushes the snot out of him. There's a, there's like a 70s vibe to yeah, yeah even With the color like, scheme uh, and everything. Even, uh, even the music. I, I don't know like what that band is is called but it's uh it's it's very 70s style along with it just background music mm-hmm. but so in every situation where norbert's like we could just live here something goes awry train goes over and they fall into the river another instance uh when he's in the chicken coop these uh hills have eyes looking farmers come uh, oh, and yeah. burst into the coop which uh, Norbert hides, but Daggett like just goes and sits on one of the like the chicken roost, and, and then, then the 
yeah, tucks well, his tail behind him so it right. looks like a chicken tail and right. his, like says cluck 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 or something like that yeah. he's not doing a very good job no and the farmer's going there and he's like collecting eggs and then he goes over to Daggett and he like reaches under assuming like you're grabbing his balls because he shoots up in the air and grabs his testicular region screaming <laughs> he yells something like cold hands cold hands yeah which I mean, of course, I really appreciate it. That was that was some, a solid some joke. implications. Yeah, which leads them to run to my least favorite part of the episode, which is where they get into this car that's on oh, blocks. Jesus! They somehow make it like move into motion, and there was just like a solid like two minute sequence of like nails on a chalkboard screeching. It was the worst. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Did um, not appreciate. It just lasted longer than it should yeah. have. Yeah. Well, it should, hey, it should just never happen. It should never <laughs> exist. It would be two, like, two solid minutes of just screeching. Yeah. No, thank you. The only thing that would have made it worse if like they literally had it like crash into like a nail factory and then immediately crash into a chalkboard factory. That was the only <laughs> thing that could have no, made this. Like, I'm thinking about it. I'm getting like actual physical goosebumps right now yeah. and just, oh, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, you know... It ended up like the universe did kind of provide for them because after they are on this like crazy, like, you know, crashing scene of this car, just screeching and whatever, they fall off of a cliff and then take out a bunch of trees with them. And then this car and all these trees just happen to land in this pond and make just like their house, just right. their perfect <laughs> house. Yeah. Which, I mean, the style of the house looks really slapped together, so it's kind there's of like, fitting. Because there's like road signs like embedded in the house. And so there's mm -hmm. like a no smoking sign that you see in the next segment. And, you know, and the lesson is, I think, like, maybe just like the universe will like provide for you, man, you know? <sighs> Except that his brother was driving the car and saving their lives and being stressed out and making weird, like, sploot noises. <laughs> <laughs> Sploot is the is the curse word in uh, yes yeah in, in this I, think, I think it's spoot but oh, I like spoot. your guys' version <laughs> is it spoot it's spoot yeah I like sploot better sploot works too you know it's fine it's fine whatever I mean sometimes you say damn it and sometimes you zhuzh it up and add you know stuff before it and after it and you know it's yeah it's segmented you sometimes you gotta class it. you gotta class up your cursing sometimes yeah. You know? Uh, which then goes into the second segment, which I think for uh, you and I, Sai, I think we probably, I think we watch this more than, than Caleb is probably my most remembered episode. Having, having just now watched it, it, it kind of all came back to me, which was Up All Night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, which uh, I, I guess like really what it is, is like it's the first time that they realize that like, oh, we don't live at home anymore. We could just stay up. And, yeah, it, I yeah. mean, it, it ties together nicely with the first one where they, they realize they're bachelors now and they they don't need a, a bedtime. Yeah, the first, up, the first segment, they're like, oh, shoot, we're bachelors now. We have to make our house. And the second segment, they're like, oh, shoot, we're bachelors now. We don't got a bedtime. <laughs> Mom's not here to make us go to bed. Do you guys have memories of like that first time where you're like, oh, I could just I could just, like there's no parents. We can just do what we want, <laughs> you know? I definitely have memories of uh, trying to stay up for more than like 24 hours. And yeah. it, it got to like a, like a principle of the matter. Like we all wanted to go to sleep, but it was like, no, we're, we're so close. We can almost <laughs> make it. Me, um, me and our good friend, uh, uh, Nick, we were all in a band together um, in, in high school. And him and I decided to do that 
the night before one of our shows, which was at oh. a lock, which was at a lockdown, which was a 24 hour lockdown. You so, stayed up all night before an all night lockdown. Yeah, it was a really a, bad idea. A dumb idea. What, <laughs> when we were in high school, that was like the the. And I don't want to get into too long a story, but that was at the like the beginning of like the energy drink craze, you know, when oh, they God, really started no. like pushing the envelope. That so, ruined my life. Right. So him, him, and I after we we all practiced that day. I, I was just going to stay the night at his house. So we went up to the party store, got way too many energy drinks, chugged them, stayed up all night. And then like into the next day and then went to go do the show at the lockdown. It was a terrible idea. I was sick for like a week and a half. Oh gosh. Never, no never a good plan. But Ooh. I do have, I do have strong memories of um, just being like, Oh, there's no supervision or I can just do what I want. And it was a, right around the time my parents gave up on me. So that was a really good <laughs> pretty cool time in my life um oh yeah we just didn't have i mean we had bedtimes and stuff but i mean once i hit as a teenager there wasn't really a whole lot of like you absolutely have to be in bed at this time or really strict kinds of things and then by the time i moved out of the house i was working obviously to pay for the house so it was whenever i could sleep i did sleep but i don't really have a memory of like no more rules. I'm going to be a dummy because I just did that all the time. So that's what I'm yeah. saying, I guess. <laughs> we, we had different lives, you and I, <laughs> at least for a little bit. Um, but what I think that they did a particularly good job of was um, kind of like the first thing that they decided to do when they're like, we could just stay up was they're like, let's just jump on the couch. Like just the most innocent, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like oh, there's no parents. Let's jump on the furniture because mm -hmm. we were never allowed to do that. Leading into... Them prank phone watching. calls yeah the, okay the <laughs> prank phone calls one of my favorite lines in the entire show which is they're, they're doing the prank phone calls and and uh dag does the first one and literally all he does is call giggle and hang up and then norv shows him how to like prank call somebody and it was norv with the chicken neck comment right right yeah so he calls and he's, oh do you guys sell chicken necks she goes, yeah, well, you could cover those up with a sweater or something like that. Obviously, I'm <laughs> butchering lines, it, yeah. but it was that bad that, like, I don't know. It was just, it got me. It had me laughing. It was <laughs> it the was, stupidest joke ever. It was basically it was, the, is your refrigerator running? It was like, yeah, you can cover it up with that. a sweater. Yeah. And then no, uh, Dag does another one, and it was, like, really aggressive. He I, tries to do the same thing, but he just says, hey, chicken neck, you should wear a sweater. <laughs> And then it ends up being, and then it ends up being, he called his mom and she was oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Dag, it? Yeah. Which is, what, and then she goes, what are you, you should wear a sweater. And then she goes, what are you still doing up? And then he hangs up the phone. <laughs> that was so great. And then leading into what we've all have done. And I think mm -hmm. still do to this day is stay up real late and watch a scary movie. Yes. Um, yep. With, with a nice snack. But in their world, it's just a nice snack is just pickled jalapenos. Yeah. Um, which which is interesting. But this leads into the goddamn <laughs> movie that they're watching. Sire, what was the title of the movie again? It was uh it was The Crawling Spleen, I think it okay. was. Yeah. And it's it's just a spleen with an opposable thumb on it. It was it's not even a spleen, it's like a a sack of something that they yeah, like drag yeah. and like it's one of the it's a parody of those like old black and white super cheesy horror movies mm -hmm. and it's right. done so so good because like they literally show like one of the actors like he's like 
don't let it bite your neck or something like he's not even not even sure like what what is supposed to be going on it was it was like in a question he's like don't let it eat your brain (laughs) (laughs) so but it's like but you can see when they're when they're watching this movie you can see like strings attached to what's basically like a sleeping bag with a fake opposable thumb (laughs) attached to the front of it and you can see the wires in the movie in the cartoon that you're watching like pull the sleeping bag across the ground and it's just it's so good like look out for the spleen (laughs) (laughs) and then uh uh, norbert scares daggett with uh i think he like licks his thumb and puts it in his ear or something yeah yeah it's better he like just straight up licked his face i think may have been that yeah but they eventually, like, they stay up so late after the movie that they, they freak themselves out by, like, a noise that they hear in the kitchen and uh, get geared up to go investigate because they think it's the the spleen. <laughs> yeah, that, it, and it's just being a, a sponge with water dripping on it, which is great. Leading into, like, something that I think they captured so well in this was that what I call, like, that point of no return tiredness. Mm-hmm. Where they're both, I think, Sally mentioned earlier, we're like, that's a point of pride. Like, we're just, we're not going to fall asleep. Right. And they're like, well, I'm less tired than you are. No, I'm less tired than you are. Then they start fighting each other, which which is something that can happen. Then leading into the slap happy phase, which is my favorite part of not sleeping for a very long time. <laughs> it's the terminal part of yeah. not sleeping. They're yeah. just giggling on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> the, there's no going back part of, of, of tiredness. Mm-hmm. Um so there, there's this clock in the room that they keep looking at and it's like, it, it's not changing. It's, it's like 1035 and they're like, you know, I can't believe, you know, it feels like we've been up forever, but it's only 1035. And they're, they're, they're basically like at this point, they're like, like, we can't go to sleep now. We've come too far. But it was like a, like a William Shatner reference, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like a Star Trek reference, I believe. Um, That's what it sounded like. Yeah. yeah. We've come too far. Give up now. And then yeah. uh, it, it, they finally like realize that the clock was unplugged. So they plug it back in and then they run outside to like see what time it is. And it's just pure daylight. But then they're like shocked face and the camera pans. And what used to be like their pond and woods is now just like a futuristic cityscape. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> How long have we been away? Yeah, that's a that's a closing line. And then and then end. Like such a like the most cartoony fun way you can end an episode like that, mm-hmm. you know, because in cartoons, everything kind of resets at the end of every episode. You can't do that in like a real sitcom. Like be weird if friends were like, oh, it's the year 3000 now. You know? <laughs> I kind of I kind of would watch that. I think I would, I would too. <laughs> I would, I definitely it was would. it was good. Yeah. Very, uh, very, very fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there anything that uh, from these segments that. Um, maybe we've missed or uh better yet like what was what was your guys' like favorite part of of this episode before we go on our next break i wrote it down i don't think i mentioned it but uh kayla caught it that the the voice of norbert is uh i don't know the character's name but you uh, salem from uh the original sabrina the teenage witch yeah whoever voices oh. salem That's that the, is the cat norbert. right yeah mm-hmm. and it was then very we... very early on in segment one you were like that's the cat. That's that's. <laughs> and then we also noticed that the um, one of the voices in the crawling spleen part was actually the professor from Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Oh. Haven't haven't back checked it, but it's totally one hundred percent. Like I will know it. It's that's, gotta be him. That's gotta be him. 
I would just say, I would just, my favorite part was like just Daggett in general, his energy, his, <laughs> yeah, right. his, his demeanor is just a very fun, fun character. Really, really appreciated it. Yeah, I would agree. I really like his, uh, like under his breath, little comments and little noises that he makes <laughs> yeah, constantly. Yeah. It's just nervous. nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it so much. Oh, great. Well, uh, please join us after this break where we are going to give our rating of the Angry Beavers and we're going to play a little game. Up, Lofi. Up. We'll be right back. And we're back. <laughs> How was your guys' break? Good? Yeah, Everything went, good? Yeah, went just fine. All right. So as we do on the show, we are going to uh, give a little review of what we just watched. Um, I think our scale today is going to be one to five stumps. And okay, while there wasn't a stump in this episode, <laughs> there was. I looked it up. There is a character that is a stump who has half parents. wrong is still wrong, Brian. And, you know <laughs> that is true. Second place, second place was first loser. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Once you showed us a picture, it it's came flooding gonna... back. I, I recognize a stump. Yes. Well, we're gonna rate one to five stumps in honor of your remembering that stumps exist your stumpy memory your stumpy memory yeah i've i've often been told that my memory is stunted and that's pretty (laughs) close sounding to stump so yeah my memory is stumpy (laughs) you have the memory of a stump but they have rings you're not wrong things yeah yeah Yeah. all right (laughs) we're (laughs) we made it um kayla let's start with you okay so don't hate me but i'm i'm probably only giving this like it just eked three stumps. Three stumps? Yeah, because yep. it was, the animation was good. I laughed a number of times. Maybe it was just that it was the pilot, but it felt like it didn't pull me in completely. But it had a lot of redeeming qualities. I really love the voice actors. Yep. Um, the humor is fantastic. But I don't know what it was. It just wasn't, it wasn't a five stumper for me. You know, <laughs> it didn't stumper. quite reach a decimated small forest of five stumps. Yeah. So... I mean, I don't know. In specific, I, I guess that, uh, you know, it didn't pull me in. It didn't, like, keep my attention. I kind of had the urge to, like, look things up about the show more than watch the show while we were watching it, which doesn't happen too often. I'm pretty easily entertained. Yeah. So I'm going to give this three stumps, okay. which is a, which is a proper stump family. There's a mom, a dad, and a baby stump. I could, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to go next? I'll go. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a respectable four stumps, and that is strictly because, according to the show, a beaver family is a mom, a dad, and a litter of two every mm, single mm-hmm. time. So I think it's only fair that it's, it's nature. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a pilot episode. I think it was it was a little slow. The the things that hit with me, you know, I'm I'm not ashamed to admit, were the slapstick. Mm-hmm. The, the you know, I'm I'm completely f- comfortable with with saying that. <laughs> I'm I'm I may be more easily entertained <laughs> apparently, uh, but no, it does a good job of setting up. You know, uh, in that first segment, like you know what the characters are like, what their personality traits were. But really, we just drove it home as that second mm-hmm. episode. Um, yeah. Uh, the 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 realization that they are now out on their own and they can uh, uh stay up late and and just they did a really good job of capturing the stages of of being yes. tired and then to end it on such a note to where it is literally the future <laughs> it's just such 
such a silly, dumb way to end an episode, but I really, I, I really appreciate that kind of humor. So it's a respectable four stars. Very nice. For me. Nice. I'm probably in the same boat as you, Kayla. I think I'm going to give this uh, three stumps. I A boat made out of three trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I liked it. This one is super weird to rewatch. It didn't hit a lot of nostalgia points for me. I didn't really think that it was going to going in, mm-hmm. uh, to be fair. One thing that I noticed that I kept like actually recognizing and being like, oh, look at that in the episode was like the physical things that they had in the background, like the the moose phone that they have. Oh, yeah, moose phone. The, uh, the canoe bunk beds I always thought were super cool. I, I always wanted yep. like a really weird bed growing up, which is why I like slept in a ham- hammock for <laughs> a number of years. Which, did a- which might explain why you got such a bad bed. <laughs> exactly. I wanted a, I wanted a cool bed. <laughs> Uh, it was preceded by the bed of nails that he slept on yeah. for years. Yeah. So. I mean, not a whole lot of life to a bed of nails. Rust sets in and, you know, pressure points. I'm funny, damn it. <laughs> I really like the style of this show. I think it's really unique. Uh, a lot, like, different than any other. Anything like uh, like Rocket Power or Rugrats mm-hmm. um, have, like, vaguely different styles. But this is, like, very, very different. Um yeah, I like it. It's just, it wasn't all that funny. I, I should say, I think the funniest moments were seriously just uh, Richard Stephen Horvath's, or Horvath's voice. He's he's the one yes. that does Daggett and also does uh, Invader Zim. He brings yes. such an energy to that character. Mm-hmm. Just the little sound effects are brilliant. Uh, and I think that's uh, it's worth watching just for that. So I'm, I'm giving it uh, three stumps. A respectable respectable it's a lot of stumps six four ten stumps <laughs> ten stumps, <laughs> ten stumps. <laughs> you heard me do math <laughs> six four ten uh we all went to <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah well that was a lot mm-hmm. of fun um so uh kayla you had this idea for um kind of a, a what's a late night story right time. so i think that's I what think, you called uh, it uh a after watching this episode and like remembering the times that you're so tired that everything is hilarious and sometimes scary. And also I think we're kind of in that space right now. We typically record kind of late. And when you mix in alcohol and angry beavers, we kind of get into like this goofy headspace. So I thought it might be fun um, to tell stories of when you were either overtired or like hyper paranoid for no reason and something stupid was very scary to you like like you're almost embarrassed to tell the story like you're just this far away from being embarrassed to tell the story like when we were younger or like at any time i mean if you have one as an adult i suppose that would be just fine too as long as as long as you're at least a little tired okay i mean real quick you hang like your robe on the back (laughs) of our on the back of our bedroom door and i swear to god it gets me every time i wake up in the middle of the night like look at it but especially right now it's not even the robe it's it's warm out so there's like a a nice airy summer dress and it's lightly colored so it just looks like a ghost (laughs) no no you know what you went really midwestern there and i love it but you're welcome this 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 isn't this isn't my story but i have a full-size 
cardboard cutout of a stormtrooper. Of course you do. That has to live in that has to live in the basement because it gets me every <laughs> fucking time. And like you like, know, I, I used to have you it. Like you don't have to have that, right? No, Kayla, I have to have that. Um, so I put it in the basement in like a, in like this like storage room in the basement. So then anytime I have to go into that room to get something, I also forget about it. But like, God damn it. <laughs> Just put a note on the yeah. door or something. Jeez. We're going to find out you had a heart attack in the basement because of a cutout stormtrooper. The plus side is he's going to miss you. So <laughs> yeah, you don't got to right. worry. Yeah. No. No. Oh, I took that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he thought he said the stormtrooper is gonna like miss me. Like, oh, I long for I long for his touch. Like right. said, is that, is that what you were thinking? I'm thinking after you die of a heart attack, science like at least a cardboard cutout will miss you. <laughs> not like him shooting at you. <laughs> nope, that's Just, not what I meant. <laughs> Every time he scares me and I go away, he just sings, and everybody hurts <laughs> sometimes. Oh, goodness. Okay, so on wow. that note, Sian, would you like to go first? I, th I thought of two right off the bat. One is pretty ridiculous. Uh, so growing up, me and my brother used to sleep in the same bedroom uh, that was down a long hallway. And uh, we, late one night, uh, heard some really creepy like noise out in the hall and we were like amping each other up and like oh, what what is that what what could that be and then i finally like had my had my big brother go check on what it was <laughs> and he peeks out into the hallway and uh the cat litter box was at the other end of that <laughs> hallway and one of our cats was having just violent diarrhea oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I just remember him like him peeking down and then busting out laughing once he realized what it was. <laughs> I want to I want to know so bad what possible sound <laughs> that could have been to make you guys get down. It was, it was disturbing enough that it woke two two boys in the middle of the night. <laughs> Also, what the fuck was your cat eating? I don't know. There's yeah. just an apology paw rises out of the darkness. <laughs> like, sorry, guys, it's going to be bad in here for a minute. Did he at least light a match or something? <laughs> no, we just uh, we laughed and then went back to bed. It's real stupid. Uh, what's your second? My one? Uh, my second one was I, I heard like another scratching or something outside. And uh, as a kid, I was super <laughs> and the dog was having <laughs> violent diarrhea. <laughs> it's going to be what I think of whenever I hear any noise now. <laughs> it's going to be bad. It's when there actually is something bad out there. You're like, oh, it must just be an animal having diarrhea. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Please continue. It was some, it was some noise outside and, uh, as a kid, I was really freaked out by aliens. I'm still I'm still, freaked still out by a aliens. little bit freaked out by aliens. I don't know why. But this night I was listening to this noise for so long and it was amping me up so much that I went into my parents' room and I like woke up my dad and I was just like shivering afraid. And he saw how scared I was. 
looked over and asked, he's, he's like, what, what's wrong? And I was just like, aliens. <laughs> and he just goes, Jesus Christ. Like, he was, so, <laughs> he was so pissed off that I woke him up for aliens. And just this tiny Josiah shivering in the darkness. And your dad's thinking, oh, my God, Mark is dead. The house is on fire. Something terrible has happened. And you just quake out. Aliens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And you go outside and eat. He's just bless. You can't even say it. Oh my goodness! Uh, I think it's safe to say we're a bit slap happy, folks. It's it's increasingly difficult to say et blasting shit. It's, it's really hard. If this isn't the perfect representation of what happens if you stay up too late, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted. Maybe a little tipsy. <laughs> your, I'm like crying right now. <laughs> uh, your your story bleeds nicely into mine because uh, mine's also an alien story. Oh. Um, I, I think I told you guys before, maybe on the podcast, but a movie that scared the shit out of me when I was little was uh, mm-hmm. Science. Yes. Just scared the piss out of me. It was, it was probably the first time that I, like I used to watch scary movies pretty frequently, but like Signs was just like, just super creepy and like they built up the tension and like they'd never really even like really showed you the aliens to the end of the movie but they did a really good job of just making you afraid of them right from the get-go and a lot of it was like noises outside and like tapping on windows and stuff like that so i i think i was maybe 12 years old and uh you know i was i stayed up late uh watching that movie with with my parents and i'm like i loved it i thought it was an amazing movie even at 12 and then i went to bed but as i'm laying there i um my bedroom used to be on the second story of the house and it like kind of faced like the backyard and my bed was right next to the window. And I just kept hearing like tapping on my window and it was just, it was freaking me out. So like at first I'm like, Oh, whatever. But then like, like you said, like after like 40 minutes of tapping, I was going, (laughs) it'll do it. I was, I was tired and there was tapping. So like, finally I got the courage to like lift up the blinds and I'm like looking outside, like just fully expecting to see an alien. I think I was expecting to see an alien, like on the roof of the garage, like across from my window. The exact scene inside. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Come to find out it was just very lightly raining. (laughs) And the way way that, (laughs) and the way that the rain was dropping off of, off of the roof, the wind was picking it up and it just kept hitting like, the bottom part of the windowsill and and even though i knew that it was rain when i would like try to go to sleep i just couldn't because i'm like it's well now it's an alien tapping it freaked me out so much that i literally like went into the bathroom grabbed a bath towel like a bright green bath towel i opened up the window and put the towel outside of the window so the raindrop would hit the towel instead of the windowsill. And then I and then I closed the window on the towel so it wouldn't make the tapping sound so I could sleep. But what if it just kept tapping after a... you did that? <laughs> so th- that wasn't the, the scariest part was like, okay, I gotta time this properly. I have to get up before my dad goes to work and drives away because there's no way he's not gonna see a bright neon green bath towel hanging out of my window. Uh, it was it was ridiculous oh all around. Oh my goodness! So that that that's uh, that's my story. But there there's another thing that we used to do. Uh, I won't go into too much detail because it's a true story. Um, we had friends that had some creepy stuff going on in their house, and I don't know what people believe—ghosts, demons, aliens, whatever it is. 
all I will say is I think every single one of us has experienced like weird stuff in these, the, our friend's house, but we would always be there, always hang out there. Always like, sometimes like we would have like stay the night sometimes or like have like late night, do whatever, like fuck around. And almost every single time we would purposely go onto YouTube and watch every single ghost <laughs> YouTube video we could possibly find. I just scare the bejesus every out scary of yourself. Movie. Yeah. Every single time. And then it's like, well, time to go. Yeah, to sleep. No kidding. <laughs> That's yeah, it's not a, good, a good idea. A good segue into yeah. into mine um, with the ghosts and stuff. So nobody else witnessed this situation. And I think I've only told a few people about it because it's kind of embarrassing. So bear with me here. I am 13 and I am getting ready to go to band camp. And my sister, I think, was either like out at a friend's or out at my dad's place. And I was at my mom's house and I'm packing my bag. And I think I'm the only one home. And I have a really, I'm really good at scaring myself when there's nothing to be afraid of. Like, uh, I think a pastime in my family, I'm such a scaredy cat. They used to just like scare me for the fun of it. I think like my brother once got me to scream so loud the neighbors could hear because he just looked at a TV that had suddenly gone like snowy and said the hand, like there was a hand coming out of the television <laughs> and I lost my GD mind. So oh, yeah, keep, that, with you too. keep that in mind that I am, I am a scaredy cat and a baby when it comes to a lot of this stuff. So I'm home alone and I'm in my room and I'm jamming out to probably follow a boy and I'm packing my bag for band camp and it's the summer leading into high school and I think I'm bad. And I'm sitting on my bed putting all the stuff in the suitcase and then all of a sudden I hear like scratching or like movement under the bed. Uh-oh. And like nobody else is home and I wasn't thinking about like it could be anything else. Like where it was an apartment building, so maybe that my first thought was okay, maybe it was just somebody downstairs. And I turned the the volume on the music down just a little bit cuz you know how sometimes you're like I'm not afraid but I am afraid. So I'm going to keep listening, but pretend like I'm not listening. And so I turn the music down and I'm packing a little bit more and I hear more of the scratching under the bed. It's broad daylight outside. It's not nighttime. Like it's the middle of the day, I think. And I'm by myself. And eventually I get so scared and I can kind of hear like, like the noise, like it's creeping me the hell out under the bed. And like, I can hear things under the bed physically being moved. And at this point, I'm like, great. There's a poltergeist or a demon or a monster under the bed. I am 13 years old. It is broad daylight. There is a monster under the bed. This is the only logical conclusion. So I do the only thing that I can think of because I can't jump from the bed to the hallway. I can't clear the distance. It's too far. The light is on and light normally kills monsters. But for whatever reason, this one's still alive. So turning the light on isn't going to help. There's nobody home for me to call to to come help me. So the only thing that I can think to do is throw things on the ground, on the floor, next to the bed in hopes that it would trick this demon monster thing into attacking that (laughs) and not me so that I can get away in time. So I effectively unpack my suitcase throwing all of this stuff onto the ground and I chuck like the last thing that I have which is some headphones and they were I mean over the head headphones with the cord and I chucked them on the ground and I just see them by the cord start being tugged under the bed and like my blood runs cold I'm 100% sure I'm about to die because it just slowly tugs under my bed my plan is over all I have left is the suitcase so I like gather up all of my strength and I stand on the edge of the bed and I'm getting ready to try and make that jump from the edge of my bed to the hallway. 
And all of a sudden I hear, and out from underneath this bed comes this tiny albino ferret, (laughs) which is my brother's pet who lives like a cat in our apartment. And he's dragging the headphones with him, literally running sideways and giggling and a little ferret like, and he runs into the hallway. I had scared myself so bad over a GD ferret under the bed. I had forgotten that we had a pet. I had scared myself so bad. I mean, that would get me too. Like I'm throwing things off the bed like this will this will distract it. I am a meaty human for it. It wants to consume. And I, I just kept throwing things until goes out into the hallway, has violent diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, the one that came to mind when it's thinking about the stupidest way that I've scared myself is there was a ferret under the bed that stole my headphones and I was near tears. I mean, if it was under my bed, that freaked me out, too. Just making those weird ferret noises. Yeah. It's, it's just not great. I just thought maybe maybe it was like a helpful demon that wanted to help you. It's like not these like, headphones. Yeah. <laughs> these ones <Yeah>. are bad. <laughs> oh, I just think you need some text extra socks. With you. <laughs> it's gonna That's be cold. <laughs> it's like demon fat guy voice. Like. <laughs> I put on a few pounds lately. <laughs> been trying to been trying to diet because I get the explosive oh diarrhea all the time. Oh, uh, very nice. <laughs> that is, that is, that your cat story with the diarrhea is my favorite thing on the planet right now. Oh, you know, I know my brother listens to the cast. If you remember, Mark, please message me. <laughs> and I love how, like, Mark is the one to go peek his head out and just start laughing. <laughs> that's amazing. That's, that's, that's great. Uh, this show is like real off the fucking rails. Yeah, I mean, we brought but you a slap happy I love it so much. episode. It's, it's method podcasting. Uh, exactly. Yeah, we're we're still we're still uh, quarantined, <laughs> so this is the only fun that I get. Day one hundred and thirty. So. Ridiculous. Well, on mm-hmm. that note, uh, uh, Saya, how's uh, how's Grace Note doing? Right uh, Grace Note's going pretty good. If you're interested in anything uh, metalwork, blacksmithing, uh, come check out Grace Note Forge at YouTube, and uh, yeah, give it give it a, give it a watch. It's a weird thing to promote on a podcast about cartoons because it has nothing to do with uh, metalwork, but we'll do a a cartoon Yet. on metalwork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll find one. We'll do it. Absolutely. Kayla, what do you got? Um, I've got a quick shout out to, um, we actually, I'm not going to say hired, but we have uh, a team now that does our our Twitter, um, our social media manager, Miss Macy. I wanted to yes. say a, a shout out to thank you to Miss Macy. Thank you. Um, also with that, if you would like to follow us on our social medias, you can find us Cartoon Tonic, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Cartoon Tonic. And then if you'd like to email us, cartoontonicpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a story of your own where you stayed up too late or, you know, you just scared yourself over something stupid, head on over to any of the social <laughs> medias and let us know if you also had a ferret under your bed that stole some headphones. I would <laughs> like it would warm my heart to know that somebody else had this experience. Experience. That'd be creepy if someone had the exact same yeah, experience. Yeah, and you know, if you had an animal having violent diarrhea uh, in your life that scared <laughs> you, I'm sure Brian would really love to hear about that too. So that's cartoontonicpodcast at gmail.com or cartoontonic on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Nice. No, honestly, if you have animal diarrhea stories, just add <laughs> me directly on Facebook. Like, let's just let's just let's just cut out the middleman. Let's be best friends. 
because because I need more of it in my life, apparently. Happy to bring you joy, Frank. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, uh, bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. We're out of control. Do we ever have control? Oh, God, that's a terrible oh. noise. Oh, no. Now they're driving through a chalkboard factory. <laughs> May as well. At Cartoon Tonic, we drink responsibly and hope you do, too. Thanks for listening.